Greetings Gamers, I'm Bedroth, and I'm Shukabao, and you're listening to 2020's final episode of Very Good Music, a BGM podcast. Hello again everyone, and welcome back to this family road trip through the wide world of BGM, covering songs from the past and the present, original music, homages, covers, remixes, chiptune, just video game music in general. Yeah, video game music in general. And here we are, one last time. This has been kind of a crazy year. Um, but I can't think of one really good thing that happened this year. You know what that is, Yukapo? Hmm. Music? We started this podcast. Oh, yeah. That, too. <laughs> so, music. Yeah, yeah back in uh, February... Or March. I probably should have looked it up before we started, but uh, right there around, um, well, about a month before COVID really hit here in North Texas, uh, yeah, that we started this little show with an episode all about title themes. <laughs> and we moved on through lots and lots and lots of topics that we won't exhaustively list all of here. But you know what we played this year, Shukapow, on every one of our shows? Very good music. Yes, we did. <laughs> it has been a lot of fun watching you kind of grow into this uh, podcast host persona, get exposed to more music, and sort of grow into music commentary a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've actually gotten some comments the last couple of weeks about how uh, you've been talking more about instruments and stuff, mm-hmm. and getting more into the commentary of things. So that's been cool, taking a little bit of the load off of me. Uh, what are some things that you've really enjoyed about this year? Any memories of the podcast that you'd like to share? Mm. Or things that you really like about the show? I mean, I guess it's just a cool podcast. Everyone should listen to it. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a product of your generation, for sure. <laughs> what is your favorite part of our show, you think? Mm. You're rambling. Am I rambling? Oh, that's sweet of you to say. I think mine is all of your thinking noises. <laughs> mm, uh, well, um, I guess. <laughs> and you also really like the blooper reel. Yep, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, you always, <laughs> you're always thinking about that. That's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, what are we going to be talking about tonight? about what is our uh, what is our topic of the week? Very very good music. <laughs> very I like that. I'm going to call it that. Very very good music <laughs> because what we are going to be doing tonight is we are going to be exploring our some of our favorite songs from the podcast this year. We are not doing like a best of songs in games this year because you and I don't get exposed to enough games to really be able to do that exhaustively. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? We all we both did listen to all of the songs on this show, and so I think we can speak with some authority about that at least. <laughs> yeah. And I think I am going to let you. Oh, actually, no. Wait, we have a little bit of a little bonus section. We're going to start things out with tonight. Ordinarily, I would put something like this in the middle of the podcast, but I want to give these people the first crack at uh, picking out these songs and it'll also kind of help you and me narrow down our lists 
Because what you and I have done is we have each curated a list of about 20 songs from all of the songs we played this year. At one point, your list was like 40 songs long, and mine was somewhere around twice that. (laughs) And then using our own sort of method and madness and rhyme and reason, we narrowed things down. And tonight, we're going to narrow things down even further. Because of the 20 songs that you and I each have picked, we are only going to actually play 10 tonight. So, by process of elimination, these 10 songs are the ones that we most wanted to play on this 2020 retrospective. Not necessarily our top 10, uh, not necessarily even our 10 favorite tracks, but the ones that, for whatever reason, were the most memorable and meaningful to us. But first, we have five songs that we're going to play at the request of our six patrons. I will be thanking each patron in turn, and uh, in the show notes, you will see links to all of their stuff. We're not going to be talking about all the other usual things. I'll kind of leave your like and subscribe note at the beginning to be that, and we'll just kind of close out with a thank you very much for everything, happy new year, and we'll see you next year message. We're going to start things out with the track that was picked by Alex Messenger. Uh-huh. Our top tier patron, um, whom you have made both a sprite and a song for. And he picked something from an episode that featured another of our patrons on it. It's Ooh. not the first time this is happening tonight. From episode 2 7, do you remember which one that was? Sword Songs. That was 1 7. No, wait. Oh, yeah, 2 dash. Uh, I don't know. 2-7 was the Pokemon episode. Oh, yeah, it was. With Purnell and our patron, The Last Recon. And Alex's pick for um, one of his favorite tracks of this year was one of Purnell's picks for that episode. We're going to listen to Route 120 from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Hit that one on my list at one point. Yeah? yeah, this was a really good song. I really like the uh, the, the trumpets in this one. You, I think you and Fernando talked yeah. about that on the episode. Yeah, the trumpets. Yeah, those those GBA trumpets. I love. <laughs> we all have a soft spot for for things. I'm partial to the orc hits from the SNES era. So. <laughs> but there are neither GBA trumpets nor orc hits in the next track that we will be listening to. 
This one is one that I think you're going to like, and this one actually is from episode 1-7. <laughs> this was the choice of one of our newest patrons, Ryan, uh, who is a... Let me see, I believe that he is on the level where he gets to pick either a sprite or a track, and you've composed a track for him, which he really dug. And he's a composer in his own right, so he has a, he actually um, did kind of a reorchestration of that track that you wrote for him and sent that back to us to see what we like. Mm -hmm. So eventually when Ryan's on the show with us, maybe we'll just have to showcase both versions of it so we can kind of get a, get a feeling for that and you guys can talk about it. That'll be fun. But the song that he picked from episode 1-7, which was the episode about what? Swords. <laughs> yes, swords and sword songs. This is the battle theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That one's on my list. <laughs> and Ryan actually sent along a little testimonial that we're going to listen to right now. Well, hey there, Bedroth and Shukapow. It's uh, me from your buddy from the Great White North, uh, Ryan Steele. Love the show. Appreciate the hot tracks you're bringing from the South. Really uh, warms my soul in these cold Canadian winters. Uh, I love the Xenoblade Chronicles too. It's a great soundtrack and it's one of my favorites. Uh, the battle theme is a total banger. Here's hoping 2021 is is a good one. All right, buds, I'm gonna go off to go to Timmy's. You guys want anything? French Nelly, double double. Hmm. Let me know. All right. Bye, buds. Man, that is such a rockin' track. Xenoblade music is so good. Yeah. <laughs> this one was on my long list. It, it, 
I think it got called at, by this point. I actually don't remember for sure, but pretty sure it did. This next one, though, is on my list, and so this is, this is helping us narrow things down a little bit. The next track was picked by two of our patrons, actually, and it was also on an episode where we were joined by one of our patrons. <laughs> um, from the episode with Alex Messenger, episode 2-3, uh, Ninja Themes, this is the Ninja College, or Ninjara's theme from ARMS. Ah, yeah, that one. That was Ninjara's theme from ARMS. This track was picked by both Skeletroy and Carlos, Kung Fu Carlito. Uh, Carlos sent along a little recorded um, testimonial that we will listen to right now. Hello, Bedroth and Shukapau. This is Carlos from the Heroes 3 podcast and uh, lover of video game music. <laughs> my pick for my favorite of what you guys have played over this past year is uh, Ninjara's theme from ARMS. Uh, so honestly, there's a lot I could have picked from and I've really enjoyed your content over this past year, so thank you for that. But um, I kind of got ninjas on my mind and you guys did a whole fun episode about ninjas. And Ninjara's theme, uh, I guess the ARMS soundtrack in general, kind of represents me as a listener of video game music podcasts i've uh, noticed that i've become kind of lazy about seeking out music less less than i used to i still do um, but i kind of stick to kind of my comfort zones and arms is something that's uh pretty cool that i don't think i would have really dug into if not for hearing tracks on uh, video game music podcasts so again, thank you for showcasing this. So I was able to dig into the whole soundtrack. It's, it's a really good time. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again for all this great content. 
I've really enjoyed hearing you guys uh, grow over the past two seasons and I've really enjoyed hearing what you guys like so um, uh, stuff like I guess this is before this season but fantasy life was really cool I didn't know anything about that and I had fun hearing you guys talk about it um, always interested in hearing Shukapau dig really deep into the games that he likes um, I love hearing people get passionate about the things they enjoy so uh, thanks again and I hope you have another a great year of podcasts and can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. And Skeletroy actually emailed me a few words about this song and why it was special to him. Hey, Bedroth and Shukapau, great job this season. Thanks for introducing me to the world of BGM podcasts and for showing me a lot of video game music I hadn't heard before. It's been great getting to know Bedroth through our emails and it's an honor to hear some of my songs on the show and the trailers. I wish you the best for next season, and I'm excited for future collaborations. My pick from this season is Ninjara's theme from ARMS. I love how it starts with traditional Japanese instruments like the shamisen and taiko drums, and then adds a drum kit and that mechanical sounding synth to give it a driving rhythm. Then the shakuhachi comes in, and it's glorious, almost like it's singing. After it has had its turn in the spotlight, the shamisen begins strumming a frantic rhythmic melody, intertwining with the shakuhachi and strings while the drums slowly build, bringing the song to a beautifully chaotic climax before it loops. I am really looking forward to that kind of intense musical commentary when we have him on the X vs. X3 show in a couple of months. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, thank you, Skeletroy, and thank you, Carlos. And now we're going to be moving to Forrest's track for the episode. He said that if we didn't have at least some Kirby on here, he was probably going to have to file like a formal complaint. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have to worry about that with you and me. I actually reminded him that you're my co-host, and so he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Shukapau is going to make it happen for me if you don't. <laughs> but he decided to take matters into his own hands, and he is recommending something that Frankly, I didn't expect to hear on a Best of Year episode. It definitely is a unique track, uh, one of the most standout tracks that we've played this year. From episode 2-5, or Nightmare Fuel, the Halloween episode where we featured Kirby bosses, mm -hmm. this is Zero Two Battle from Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards.
and that was Zero Two Battle, and it was just as creepy and unsettling as it was the first time. <laughs> oh, Shukapow. What have you to say about Zero Two Battle that you didn't already say the first time around? Um, nothing. <laughs> Forrest, thank you so much for bringing that, and I love the diversity that we have on this, this opening list from our patrons. We've got GBA Pokemon. We've got Switch Xenoblade Chronicles 2. We've got a very different Switch game in ARMS. We have Kirby 64. And now we're moving to a modern indie classic. Daryl's choice for his patron pick of the year is one that I think could fit on any best of year retrospectives if the podcast played this song in that year. It is a dynamo and... If it wasn't already on one of our lists, I'd be surprised. From episode 2-5, An Undertale with Dusklight, Daryl has chosen Megalovania. Ah, of course. That was Megalovania. And as Dusklight said, Megalovania is Megalovania. Yep. <laughs> uh, I love this song. <laughs> 
So good. Well, once again, patrons, thank you so much for all of your support this year. I'm so glad that we're going to be ringing in the new year with you all. And have no fear. By the time you hear this episode, I should... Well, maybe not by the time you hear this, but within the next couple of days, I'm thinking possibly on the 1st, I'm going to be launching on Patreon a list of some of the upcoming topics that we're going to be discussing, and also a poll where you can decide how we're going to fill in some of those gaps. So be on the lookout for that, and if you would like to vote in that poll and ring in the new year uh, while patronizing one of your favorite podcasts, you can find us at www.patreon.com slash vgmvgm Shukapow, as I have said, we are going to be playing 10 songs from our lists of 20 that we have come up with. And we only have 10, so we must choose carefully. Obviously, if you pick a song, I will not pick it, and vice versa. We can just mention that, oh, that was on my list too. And... I'm going to let you go first, okay? Mm. So, out of your list of 20, pick one track that you definitely want to play tonight. Mm. We will say the name of the song and the game that it's from, and if we remember, we will say the composer, but we're not going to say all the other information during the show. We've already said it once, and it will, of course, be in the show notes. As everything is. As everything is. Most of the time, yeah. (laughs) That way we can kind of streamline this a little bit. We'll talk about kind of our history with the track and how we feel about it, and then move on quickly to the next one. All right. It's crunch time. (laughs) The way I'm going to decide this is I'm going to go to a track that I just, I absolutely cannot leave off, and I'm going to pick that one. But I have so many of those. I thought that was the point of this episode. I guess it is. I guess it is. So you'll just have to pick one. You know what? I'm going to be starting strong with a seven-minute long track that was recently added to Smash twice. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if this is the track that I think it is, we will not be playing the whole thing, but we will play a goodly chunk of it so that you can really get to experience it. I believe this was played as our playout track on episode 1-11, mm-hmm. if I'm reading you correctly. Yep. Okay. Give us the goods, and let's listen. All right. From Final Fantasy VII, this is One Winged Angel.
man. <laughs> Starting out strong, indeed. <laughs> yep. Man, this, uh, I think that this part that's playing right now is my, my favorite. We're just going to let this kind of keep playing in the background here. But, man, this, this whole track is just phenomenal. And I don't remember if I mentioned it on this show or on another one, but what's really cool about this is that from an interview that I saw on YouTube, Uematsu apparently just kind of wrote to the different parts of this song at different times and then pieced them all together in a kind of medley, <laughs> uh, which makes some sense. But you know what? That fits because this boss fight is epic and long. Supernova and... takes literally two minutes to finish. <laughs> so you need some nice long music to fill in all that. And the Advent Children version, which I had forgotten about until it was used in Sephiroth's reveal trailer for Smash, is is just a glorious reimagining of this, this theme. Um, I love it so much. It's all so, so good. Uh, but this was your pick, so... Why do you think you could not avoid playing this one on the show? Hmm. It's just... I don't know. It's just great. I love it. It's a fantastic song. It definitely is iconic and will be hard to leave off of any list. And you know what? Uh, you actually haven't really enjoyed Sephiroth that much in Smash. No. <laughs> I, I like him quite a bit. He, he's, he's interesting. Um, he is definitely OP. He is broken just like so many of the DLC characters are. But he's a lot of fun. And we had fun with, the, uh, with unlocking him as well. Because we did unlock him early with the Sephiroth challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, and by we, of course, I mean you. Because I attempted it. And then you actually did it. And how did you finally beat him? Well, I mean, I guess I just used Ridley. I camped at the ledge, and then when he came over there, I just, like, down-aired and spiked him. <laughs> and how long did it take you to beat him? Uh, like 11 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, this, this is fantastic. I actually don't even know if we're going to be talking long enough to let it finish, because it is time to move on to my first track of the night. And I think for a lot of the same reasons that you played One Winged Angel, I can't not play this one tonight. I tried to stay away from some of the like the really, really, really classic songs at first, but then I was like, why am I doing this? I'm just going to play the ones I want to play. So, um, But this one was going to be on my list either way, because this track was not one of my favorites until we played it on the show this year. I, I had always kind of liked it. I did like dug it, but I never really appreciated the brilliance that is Snake Man's theme until we played it on the Mega Man 3 episode this year and it just rocketed to the top of my Mega Man tracks list. It's my favorite Mega Man related track at this point. Uh, even more so than Storm Eagle. It's just so 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 good. And hopefully as you give it a listen everyone, just pay attention to it and how it's put together. Yasuaki Fujita did something amazing with this track. And from the intro to just a really cool, sexy lead synth in the main body of the song, it's, it's just, well, here, here, just give it a listen.
And from a seven-minute epic to a 45-second loop, <laughs> we go to Snake Man's theme from Mega Man 3. Yeah. Such a fantastic song, and ah, every part of that is just so perfectly put together. There is not an ounce of wasted space. This is a classic Mega Man song through and through. Yes, it is. So One Winged Angel actually was not on my list. Um, I I did look at it and I thought about it, but um, it wasn't on... I don't think it was even on my top 40 list, honestly. Um, was Snake Man on yours? Um, maybe. I had like four Mega Man songs. <laughs> I did I too at one point. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I, I did. I cut. I cut two of them. The the two Mega Man songs I had that I cut. One of them was Sparkling Scorpio Stage from Mega Man X Corrupted, and the other one was Sparkman's Theme, which was my old favorite Mega Man Three song, and is still one of my favorite VGM tracks of all time. But yeah, so really good stuff. We're starting out strong tonight. Uh, that's round one of ten down. What are you picking for your second track? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be bringing from The Messenger, Bamboo Boogaloo. so good you know what's funny um prof job actually really doesn't like this song very much really it was like his least favorite track of this particular episode hmm. um i like it it's not my favorite messenger track uh we all know what that is if we don't we might know by the end of the episode hint hint but what do you think it is about bamboo boogaloo that stands out to you because you picked this as like a favorite from this game because this came from episode 2-8, I believe, which is your favorites from my favorite games. 
What is it about Bamboo Boogaloo? Um, can you isolate I know it's what it is good. about this sound? That, just like that ongoing rhythm, uh, then like that that driving beat behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Yeah, that's one of the great things about the Messenger because it. I, I love it when the rhythm of the music actually like helps fuel the gameplay. Um, you haven't played the Messenger all that much, but this will. Like, when you get to this stage, it's, like, it, it matches up almost perfectly with the way that he runs, and, like, the jumping and, like, the bouncing, it's just, it's it's really, really, really cool. But this was really cool, and you chose the past version, which mm-hmm. which I like. This is the one that's supposed to cue, skew closer to, like, NES-esque or 8-bit-esque sounds more than it does, like, the Sega Genesis or SNES. Um, and I like it. I, it's crunchier, and I think it, it seems, it reminds me more of Bamboo. We got some Bamboo this year. Uh, in Georgia, of all oh, yeah. places. <laughs> we uh, went for um, the wedding of a friend, and... For a second and, I thought we were talking about weather, and I'm like, oh yeah, bamboo rain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> bamboo <laughs> rain. <laughs> it sounds cool. It sounds like a marimba piece or something. Um, but, yeah, we went to uh, Georgia, and the... Um, the Airbnb that we stayed at uh, had a little foresty area out back and somebody had planted a bamboo grove. And so we cut down a few of the stalks and we have some bamboo staffs here in the house now. And it's really pretty cool. But I am not going to be following this up with another messenger track. Instead, I'm going to follow it up with one of my favorite new songs that I heard on the show this year. This came from episode 2-2, Five Finger Fanfare. And... I actually had picked this song, but in, you know, true Bedroth fashion, I listened to some of it and I do it. You know what? This has a five finger fanfare. It sounds pretty cool. This is definitely going to make it in the episode. But then when we played it, I listened to it again and it just stuck in my brain. And when I, when I hear this track, I can see like a line of trumpet players with their horns in the air, just like waving back and forth with the beat. And it's the most fun thing ever. Love it so much. (laughs) From Zen Nihon Pro Wrestling 2 3.4 Budokan. This is the theme of Jumbo Tsuruda.
So good. I love this track so much. <laughs> oh man. From Zen Nihon Pro Wrestling 2 3.4 Budokan. <laughs> this is the theme of Jumbo Tsuruta. And oh my gosh, is this fantastic. <laughs> oh, uh, Shukapau. What words? What words do you have? That was great. <laughs> I was over here just dancing in my chair, just like rocking back and forth, and man, this one makes me want to get up out of my seat and move around. So good. Love those trumpets. Love them so much. Ha. <sighs> okay. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I have to say. I talked quite a bit about this track and Jumbo Saruda himself on episode 2-4, Five Figure Fanfare. Not 2-4, 2-2. And the Five Finger Fanfare is, of course, that do-do-do-do-do. And also the do-do-do-do-do that you hear in the song. First five notes of the minor scale. May or may not be the last time you hear that on the episode tonight. We will see. So that is going to bring us to the end of round two. We have played four of our 20 songs that you and I are going to bring to the table tonight. Shukapau. What is your third song of the evening? Hmm, I've been looking over here trying to decide. Um, I know, I've been doing that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was this track on your list? Uh, no, it actually wasn't. I wonder how long that's going to keep up. I'm pretty sure at some point you and I are going to step on each other's toes. We'll see how this goes, though. Um, well, I'm going to play a song that I know that you didn't bring because you said that you cut it. <laughs> this is from Mega Man X Corrupted. Sparkling Scorpio.
Oh man, that is so great. I have maybe never heard better example of SNES guitar than on this song. That is composed by Dominic Ninmark for the still ongoing um, Mega Man X fan game, Mega Man X Corrupted. I'm just like shuddering with how good that was, but that <laughs> also may be due to the fact that I'm in the middle of the Four Fiends fight in Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could have something to do with that. Could have something to do with Final Fantasy. How does uh, Sparkling Scorpio work as a Final Fantasy IV boss battle team? Really, really good. <laughs> I can imagine, man, this... For boss music in an RPG, this would be, this would be hardcore. Oh, man. But I seriously, I encourage everybody to go and look up Mega Man X Corrupted. It looks Weirdly as enough. good as it sounds. Weirdly enough, One Winged Angel works good, too. <laughs> You've been playing is... since the first song? Yeah, this fight is ridiculous. I've had to redo it, like, a lot of times. <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard of the Four Fiends. I, I don't think I've ever heard a whole lot about, like, th that specifically. I'm pretty sure that Derek and Matt have played the Four Fiends, um song on VGM Lounge. We'll have to I'll have to talk to them about it. We've talked before about your whistling while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> oh, Spark Me Scorpio. So good. One of the reasons, in fact, the only reason that song isn't on my list is because you made it kind of easy for me to narrow down my list of 20 because you actually asked me early on if you could have this one. <laughs> Why do you think you love it so much? Can you analyze this one any better than you could the other ones? I don't know. It's just so hardcore and it just, it, it, it's, it's really good. The B section is my favorites. When the electric guitar really kicks in and he starts doing all those like amazing gymnastic arpeggios, acrobatic arpeggios, it's just... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You know what? These last few songs, we've been kind of building and building and building. And I was going to go for something a little bit slow for my third track of the night. It's really been three tracks so far. We've already played so much music. But for my third track of the night, I am going to go us one step further, I think. We're going to go to a track that we played in episode 2-3 the ninja episode with the messenger so sparkling scorpio was my favorite track out of a whole list of bangers that we played on the first episode where i actually picked all of the music which was our um your horoscope for today episode where every track had the name of a song um that was one of the zodiac symbols and of course sparkling scorpio but this was my favorite track of that episode do you remember what my favorite track of the ninja episode was the one I just couldn't get over, like, mind-blowingly, just, it melted my face off. No. That's okay. I don't think this track is really too super your style, so I don't think it's on your list. But I know that Alex the Messenger is going to dig it, because this is a, another one of the tracks that, uh, this is one of the tracks he picked. Um, from Killer Instinct, this is Jago's theme, The Tiger Warrior, composed by Mick Gordon.
That was the Tiger Warrior from season one of Killer Instinct. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, this episode is fantastic, man. <laughs> this really is just the best of the best. And, oh, of course, when everything we play is very good music. That was my line. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. When everything we play is... Very good music. You know that what we bring to our year-end episode is just going to be a slam, dang, ding-dang delight banging list full of bangers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to copyright that. Uh, but I think ding-dang delight's already taken. Anyway. Eh. <sighs> Man. Man, that was hard rocking. Oh, I love it so much. It just reminds me of when I was young, and it's just perfect for a fighting game. And I imagine probably pretty good for a Final Fantasy boss fight. <laughs> eh. Eh. Maybe not as good as Sparkling Scorpio because it doesn't have that driving like like Japanese style just beats. But I don't know. Except this was a very um, Orient influenced. Um, musical number to borrow kind of an outdated cultural term but definitely a lot of eastern flair in this with the instruments I love these kind of songs they just blend that the kind of the way Skeletroy talked about the Ninjara theme but ah this is just so crunchy love it so much ah ah okay so that is round three what are you going to be bringing for your fourth track of the evening oh and was I right that that one wasn't on your list yeah it it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually bring anything from the Ninja episode, I think. I didn't play Bamboo Boo Boo on that sewer one. Sewer Surfing? Oh, yeah, Sewer Surfing. <laughs> All right, yeah. might as well play that one now. Okay. You know, it'll be interesting at the end of the episode to tally up how many songs came from each episode. Because so far, the Ninja episode is, like, way out in front. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you keep bringing the classics, man. It's so great. Yeah, that was great. You really like this song. Yeah. <laughs> like, even before. Um, Listen up, evildoers, <laughs> watch your step. 
in the sewers. Uh, I was going to say, is uh, you first heard this song from Breath of the Lost, didn't you? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, it, there's a reason that Breath of the Lost covered it. It is just... It's on the Pantheon. Um, it's a lot of people's favorites from Turtles in Time. Um, do you remember what my favorite is from that one? I've talked about it a couple of times. Uh, no. Burger My Shell at Wounded Knee, which uh. we will play eventually on the ep- on, on the show. But that happened pretty fast. You, you picked your next song quicker than I expected. Hmm. I'm going to have to take a second and decide what I'm going to play next. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Do I do something else kind of upbeat, or do I go ahead and pick one of my slower songs that I've had on the list? Let me see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think I- I'm going to go, I'm going to slow things down just a little bit and play a track that anybody who was listening closely has to know is going to show up on this playlist. I have fallen in love with this YouTuber in a purely platonic and fanboy sense. Um, but her voice is gorgeous. Uh, Dusklight actually listened to a little bit of stuff by her the other day. And this song is constantly in my um, head iPod shuffle. It's, it'll always pop in, and I just I love it so much. I love singing along with it. And I've never heard it in-game because I've never played this game. But from The Elder Scrolls V... Skyrim. This is one of the bard songs composed and performed by Maluka. Links to her work in the show notes. And the song from episode 1-10 VGM International with Ed Wilson is Three Hearts as One. We tilt Skyrim's ground despite frozen toil We tender the kwama beneath Morrowind's soil We hunted the wamasu in black marshes glades We three hearts had no need for blades Men they came from the seas folded steel in their hands They burned down our homes and ravaged our lands A Kaviri brought nothing but bloodshed and lies Our families were slain before our eyes With three separate people they shared a cruel joke A choice between death or the yoke But then our three people knew what must be done To end the oppression Our three became one Forged by war The ebon hearts rose Begged for the mercy they lacked Three voices as one Shouted blood for the pact Forged by war Our story be told 
No shackles can hold us, whether moonstone or gold. Now I'm the one with shivers. Ooh. So gorgeous. Oh, and the emotion that she carries in her voice. And if you watch her perform this song, you can just see it in her face. Ah, oh, this woman is a treasure. And I recently stumbled across an episode of Top Score with Emily Reese from way back in 2017, where she interviewed Maluka kind of early in her uh, in her career. And that was a really fun episode. I think I might actually link to that in the show notes, um, but I will also link to her band camp. She is also on YouTube, M-A-L-U-K-A-H. I love her so much. I'm one of her patrons. You should be too. She's fantastic. And that was Three Hearts as One from The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, played on VGM International, our 10th episode that Ed Wilson of the VG Embassy joined us on. And we played music by composers from all over the world. And that was a really fun episode. There was some really good stuff on that show. And... In fact, I know, <laughs> because we heard a snippet of it a second ago, that you have at least one song from this episode on your list. But um, I'm not going to uh, make you segue into anything again. Um, yeah, that was uh, the end of round four. I'm going to assume that this song was not on your list. No. Nope. <laughs> it's all right. All right. Okay, we're approaching the halfway point. Um, we're about to each play our fifth track of the night. What have you got for us, Shukra? Hmm. Oh, by the way, I guess we should go ahead and let the world in on your news. What did you just do? Oh, yeah, I finally beat the last four fiends fight in Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. All right, you're on the home stretch now, unless I am much mistaken. So Probably am. <laughs> Congratulations. What are you going to play to celebrate? <laughs> uh, hmm. Um, you know what? Uh, this has been on my list from the beginning. Uh, well, this song introduced me to an interesting musical uh, thingy. <laughs> Very technical of you. It introduced me to orchestra hits, or orc hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used them on my first orchestral theme. Very cool. Very cool. Uh... You know, I don't really have anything else, so let's just go into We're the Bond Siblings 3.
that was the Bond Siblings 3 from Mega Man Legends, and it was we, we played it back on the Rivals, Rogues, and Frenemies episode 1-3, which we really need to do a sequel to. <laughs> we really should. There's no shortage of great rivals out there. We played a lot of uh, submissions from listeners on that episode, too, and we still just barely scratched the surface. That's a, definitely a great topic, and a popular one, apparently, as well. This episode remains our most downloaded episode of Season 1. There are a few from Season 2 that have surpassed it, but uh, still a very popular one. And, yeah, this is a great song, man. And, yeah, the orc hits, the do-do-do, it's really cool stuff. And this is a PS1 orchestra hits, I believe. So, really cool. This was not the only time that Tron Bon appeared on the show. Um... When we actually played, uh, let me see, first episode of season two, we did spinoffs. That was your choice. And we actually played um, the redhead Koban to the rescue. The Kobuns are the little, like, robot servants that Tronbon has all around her. And this one was apparently a special one. That theme was really, really fun. It was on my list for a while. Um, but definitely some great music associated with Tronbon. I think that her Marvel vs. Capcom themes are also really good. But, yeah, you've talked about this one. Um, anything that you noticed on this what I can only assume is like a dozen or so <laughs> listen. Uh, not really. It's just <laughs> great. Lots of Mega Man stuff on the show tonight. Uh, but, you know, I don't think... Uh, not not without good reason. I'm still dancing around one more Mega Man track on my list, but I don't think I'm going to go there next. Um, where I think I am going to go is a delightful little tune that our listeners actually just heard a couple of weeks ago, because we played this on our last regular episode of the year, our second winter episode, a Holly Jolly podcast, where we played things from the more festive side of the season. Um, this one was my definite track of the week, and that whole track was, or that whole episode was so much fun. We are going to listen to A Little Light Snowfall from Yoshi's Woolly World. was a little light snowfall from Yoshi's Woolly World, composed by Tomoya Tomita, the maestro of delight. (laughs) 
such such a nice little tune. If you uh, haven't quite gotten enough festive out of your system with Christmas last week, uh, those of you who celebrate it, then you know maybe this will help. Uh, <laughs> or if you just you know you're a little bit sad, oh Christmas is over, it's still Christmas season, decorations are still up. You don't take them down till after New Year's. Come on. Ah, it's still Christmas as we're recording this. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's actually not quite Christmas as we're recording this, because we're oh, yeah. recording this like a week ahead of time to give me time to edit. <laughs> what do you mean? It's always Christmas in Texas. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. <laughs> but it sounded cool when you said it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded better in my head. I don't know. Uh, but this song sounds good, whether it's in your head or coming out of your speakers or in yeah. your headphones. It's just so, so fun. Love it so much. A little Light Snowfall by Tomoya Tomina. And that brings us to our halfway point. We have each played five of our allotted ten songs for tonight. I don't know about you, but I'm not sure where I'm going to go from here. So, <laughs> um, But fortunately, since I let you start us out tonight, I don't have to decide yet. <laughs> but you do. So, what is going to be your next pick? Hmm... If you have five songs left, choose wisely. Mm-hmm. Alright, how about from Mega Man 2, Airman Stage? stage from Mega Man 2. A classic among classics. Nicely picked, sir. I could uh, scarcely have done better if I were picking another classic Mega Man theme. That's <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. And I guess it shouldn't be too much of a surprise to anyone that we love Mega Man. I mean, we dedicated like a whole two-part episode to him at the end of season one, and we're doing another two-part episode at the end of season two about Mega Man X. So, yeah, we love us some Mega Man music, and that's probably why there are uh, 
so many Mega Man songs on tonight's playlist. Mm -hmm. In fact, we might just not be done with Mega Man yet tonight, but we will just have to see. Ah, Airman. I mean, not that you have to defend it, but why do you think you settled on this one? Um, I mean, it's my favorite one from Mega Man 2. <laughs> so... I love it. And of course, as The we, level is certainly annoying. Oh, the level is so annoying. And the boss fight is also annoying. <laughs> yep. But... A lot of this game is annoying, but also <laughs> really fun. Uh, that's classic Mega Man for you. That's that's why they were so great, is that they overcame the annoying difficulty of so many NES games and just they stood the test of time. Mega Man 2 is one of the closest games to perfection that has ever been. It's right up there with uh, Super Mario World and games along those lines. Very good stuff. And as we discussed on our Mega Man episode, uh, this song is really special because it has composition from both Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsumai in it. And that soaring electric chip guitar is just... it's fantastic. Really, really great stuff. Nice choice. Hmm. And you know what? I think I am going to go ahead and play our final Mega Man track of the show. And I could have gone with another Mega Man theme from our two-part episode. I actually almost uh, went with the uh, Get a Weapon theme from Mega Man 3 because you and I have both talked about how we love it so much. Yep. But you know what? Maybe I'll put that under the blooper reel for the episode. <laughs> and instead, I'm going to make my sixth pick of the night... Occupied Wily Fortress Stage 2, also called An Unbreakable Will, from the fan game Mega Man Unlimited, composed by Symphony Kev. Unbreakable Will from Mega Man Unlimited. Oh, man. <laughs> from our 
Five Finger Fanfare episode, once again. Um, episode 2-2, that one's starting to creep up on the Ninja episode as uh, having a lot of played songs on tonight's list. But man, man, this is good stuff. <laughs> uh, what do you think? That was really, really good. So, between this and Sparkling Scorpio... Mm, <laughs> probably Sparkling Scorpio. <laughs> well, it's just so good. It is. It is so good, and they're very different styles. I think that they both do a really great job of like taking what was established by the original franchise that they're like parroting here, and um, building on that and making it something new. That really, it's more than really could have been in the original games. Um, the instruments on this composition are phenomenal. Like, what Symphony Kev did with all of the different parts here, it's like Jake Kaufman-level stuff. This is really, really, really good. And, of course, two different iterations of the Five Finger Fanfare here. Um, I remember we were actually driving through Tennessee um, when I first heard this song on our way to that wedding in Georgia that we talked about. Uh, we had pulled off the highway and gone into this town a little ways, and we went into that convenience store. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was actually right there in that area. Sometimes when I hear a song, I can remember like where I was at the time. And it was on XVGM's um, interview episode with the creator of Mega Man Unlimited about different music from Mega Man fan games, and they played this track, and I immediately jotted it down as one of our Five Finger Fanfare picks. And the song's a little bit special to me, and um, maybe that's why it ended up making the cut on tonight's list, but definitely, I think, deserving of the very, very good music honor for 2020. (laughs) All right, and that is round six. We have four songs to go. What are you going to go with next? Mm. I'm going to play Mad Monster Mansion from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> All right, from episode 1-10, our episode with Ed. And we'll talk about that a little bit when we come back. And who originally composed this? Grant Turco. <laughs>
that was Mad Monster Mansion from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, arranged by Michiko Naruke. Ah, uh, such good stuff. Michiko Michiko Naruke is probably most famous for her work on the Wild Arms series, which. I think I've recommended before, and I'm going to recommend again, that you check out. There is some phenomenal music in the Wild Arms series. And she certainly did a great job with Kirk Hope's original composition here. Uh, this, The original theme is its so much fun, and this works so well as like fighting game music. <laughs> with, uh, Well, you talk about it a little bit. What do you think are some of the instrumental choices that she made that sort of lend this arrangement to a fighting game. Um, I know, I guess the brass sort of ties in, like the, that trombone especially. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely the... The original, the original track had a lot of woodwind in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the brass is more bombastic, and I think some of the, like you said, the accents and the attacks on the brass are really good. That uh, sort of splatty sound that brass makes when you really accent it uh, is nice for this kind of thing. I think the drums also, the, the timpani is really, really strong in this, and I think that that also lends itself well, especially to Smash Bros, because it's a fighting game, but it's a more it's like a bouncier fighting game, uh, for, <laughs> is one way to put it. And so Timpani is a really nice choice for that, I think. But yeah, very, very nice arrangement. And uh, I am also going to choose a, well, sort of arrangement. I think you could also call it a cover of a classic tune, a modern classic tune. <laughs> I mentioned before that Bamboo Boogaloo is not my favorite song in The Messenger. That honor goes to our next track, which I believe is going to be my last track of the evening from episode 2-3, our ninja episode. We are going to be listening to Lame Genie's cover of The Frozen Light.
that was The Messenger, Glacial Peak, full band cover by Lame Genie. That's the official name of the track, as it appears on their page on YouTube. There will be a link in the show notes, and you should totally go watch it. Seeing Lame Genie's like, live performance videos is amazing, because they splice gameplay footage in, and usually the gameplay footage is even synced up rhythmically with the song, and it is just a sight to behold. It is an absolute wonder that these guys are not more... They don't have more eyeballs on their stuff, because oh, it's so, so good. You have to go see it. I think if I had to pick a track of the year for me, this just might be it. This might be my favorite song that we have played on this show so far. I just love it so much. It's The composition is great. It's soaring. It's perfect for the level that it's in. And Lame Genie just took what Rainbow Dragon Eyes did, and every lick in this song is perfect. It's exactly what it needs to be, and it elevates the original um, composition, which is exactly what a good cover is supposed to do. Can't say enough good things about this. So, I'm going to shut up. What do you think? That was really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's so good. Man. If you had to like, pick out between the guitar and the drums and... The the subdued but absolutely necessary bass line. What do you think is the best part of this? Uh, I don't know. It's it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just great. Have you seen the video that goes along with this? Uh, no, I don't think so. You gotta watch it, man. Like the, the way that the because it shows scenes from this level of the game, and it just it, it's just so good. And I like this because for for the Glacial Peak stage, it's hard for me to pick between the Frozen Light and the Frozen Dark, which are the two different like past and future versions of it. But this just takes like both of them and takes it to a whole new like metal level. And ah ah okay, I'm gonna go on and on and on. So that was round seven. We have three tracks left. So again, this is not our top three because these are just ten the 10 tracks that we chose to showcase tonight. But these are our last three. So, what is your third to last track of the evening, Shuk Pal? See you eyeing your playlist with your brow furrowed in concentration. What will Shuk Pal choose, gamers? How about... From Xenoblade Chronicles, this is You Will Know Our Names.
That was You Will Know Our Names from Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> Man, this is a fantastic tune. And uh, when did we play this song before on the episode? Or on the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because while we were listening, I told you twice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wasn't listening, obviously. We've played this two times on the show so far this year. First, you picked it for the um, episode 1-2, a dude we haven't played these games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you picked it again for episode 1-7, the Sword Songs episode, which makes this the only track that I think we're listening to for the third time. And it also makes it the second Xenoblade track from episode 1-7 on the list, since Ryan picked the Xenoblade 2 track. So, ah, man. Well, very nice. Very, very nice choice. Xenoblade Chronicles music is just fantastic stuff. I mean, you've got Yoko Shimomura, you've got Yasunori Mitsuda, you've got Ace, and all of them just fantastic, fantastic composers who also have quite a few arrangements on uh, the Smash Ultimate soundtrack. Hmm. Why do you think this song deserved to be played a third time? I would like to hear you specifically defend your choice this time. I mean, it's just such an insane track. It's just like it's so like extreme, and it's got that 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 whoosh thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it does. It does have that whoosh thing. I like the uh, the name of this track more than you know, battle from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. <laughs> I mean, it's just so like in your face and. Like, you're going to remember us, kind of thing. Yeah, because they're special enemies. You're just, like, walking around on gore planes, and it's just like, oh, no. I do like how, uh, I think, I, I did make that editorial choice on your episode, episode 1-7. I actually started out with the gore planes, and then about 30 seconds in, we just, like, abruptly switched over to this to give the listeners a taste of what it must have felt like in the game. And... And that was just, that was really cool. This was, this was a very nice choice. Now I have to decide what my third to last track of the evening is going to be. What am I going to do? I'm not actually mocking you this time. I'm actually having, I'm having a bit of a dilemma over here. And by the way, we will be listing the other 10 tracks that we didn't play. Um... Even if, uh, you know, they were already played earlier in the, the episode, and that's why we didn't play them. Um, we're going to list our other ten tracks and as kind of a, an honorable mentions at the end of the episode. So, I think we are going to abruptly shift gears here. Yet another pick from episode 10 of EGM Turnational with Ed Wilson. This one was composed by French composer Christophe Haral. It is from the game Rayman Origins. The name of the track, it actually has two names. It goes by the Sea of Serendipity and also by the Lum's Dream. I have also heard it simply referred to as Glue Glue. Oh, 
I love that song. I know, it's great. It's just so sweet and also kind of haunting and also just really silly and <laughs> uh, it's just it's a perfect little composition and I gotta give a shout out to the Supermarcado Bros if it were not for them and the fact that they played this a couple of times on their show um, I would never have heard of it because I haven't played these games but this it's just if you really listen to this song and get past sort of the silly um, facade there are some really intricate and dark and very musically interesting harmonies going on here. Um, the fact that all the vocals were, I believe, performed by Haral himself, and just sort of doctored up with uh, like with pitch and things like that, um, it's just, it's phenomenal. When people can sing their own harmonies like that, um, I mean, it's one of the reasons that Weird Al is my my favorite performer of all time. Um, it's just there's a level of, of musicality going on here that is belied by the whimsical nature of the song itself. What do you think about it? I mean, yeah, there really isn't much to say besides what you just said. <laughs> Which part is your favorite? Um, I don't know, just the whole song is, it's, it's amazing. Do you think that it goes off the rails when the lums come in with their No, it's, it's still just as great. And I think that's what's impressive. Like, that comes in, and it seems to fit, even though it's very different tonally from the original part of the song. It's just... And I know enough of the Lums to know that this, like, fits them perfectly. This song is adorable. It's beautiful and adorable. <laughs> uh, and... And that was round eight, wasn't it? We only have two tracks left. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, and now it gets really tough. All right. Well, where are we going to go from here? Hmm. Two tracks left. There is at least one song I'm surprised I haven't heard from you tonight. And I guess we'll see if it comes up. It's so hard. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, this is really hard, but I I think I decided on my last two. Okay. From Super Smash Flash 2, this is Shackled Snowhorn.
That was Shackled Snowhorn from Super Smash Flash 2. And do you remember what song that's, uh, or what game that's originally from? Uh, Star Fox Adventures. That's right. So the original composition was by who? Uh, it was David Wise, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> and uh, I forget who the arranger was for Smash Flash 2. I asked you if it was Chernabog, and you said it wasn't. But uh, um, we'll have the name in the show notes, then. Yeah. So, um, very, very nice choice. I remembered being really impressed with this one on the Ice and Snow episode, uh, episode 2 8. Um, yeah, this, this I think was my favorite of the tracks that you brought. There was a lot of really nice, chill, and haunting music on that episode. What do you think makes this one so effective? Why do you like this song so much? Hmm. I guess just like the harmonies between the different instruments. And then just like uh, the notation's really good. It just it feels cold for some reason. I don't know. I think some of that is the the reverb on some of it. Oh yeah, the reverb. Also, it's using very like open, very hollow sounding instruments. There's a lot of percussive stuff, and that lead synth is something kind of like a, a wood flute or something like that where it's got a sense of uh, air being blown through a tube kind of thing. Um, it's it's very natural sound, very um, like a woody or earthy sound. And I like that a lot. Um, you're right, it does sound cold. And you mentioned that percussion is such a big deal in uh, winter songs. And this one is definitely no exception to that. Well, I'm eager to find out what your last pick of the night is. Um, but before we go to that, I actually have a song that has some similar instrumentation to this one, although the feel is totally different. First heard this song on the VGM Lounge, so thank you, Derek, for bringing this. I know this is one of your favorites. And I actually played it in Derek's honor back on episode, well, bonus episode one, the Quarantimes episode. From... The Trials of Mana remake, Saiken Densetsu 3 remake that came out this year. This is Swivel.
and composed by Hiroki Kikuta. That was Swivel from Trials of Mana Remake. How about that marimba, tambourine, wood flutes, skin drum? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was that was cool. Such stripped down instrumentation, but they just they made this track feel so full. <laughs> and even though you just got murdered by some demon mimic or something. Uh, and we're not feeling too happy. You were still bouncing back and forth in your chair. So you apparently approve. <laughs> and once again, this track came from bonus episode one, the Quarantimes special. One of my absolute favorite episodes of the year. We uh, collected tracks from a whole lot of different listeners and just filled it up. And it's just a great mix of music that we wouldn't necessarily normally play on the show and it showed really eclectic taste but it also showed that all of our listeners indeed know a thing or two about very good music and we are sadly approaching the end of our year and the end of our 2020 year in review episode because you and I each have only one track left and I think before we get to that last track from each of us, we will go ahead and list our honorable mentions. So, have your list up, be looking at the tracks that you didn't play, and let's go ahead and take turns going down the list. So my first runner-up from Hyrule Warriors is Silent Guardians. Mine is... From Chronos Ritter, Yearnings of Wind. Okay, my next one from Shadow of the Ninja is the Stage 5 theme. And mine is Dr. Wily's Castle from Mega Man 2. Classic. Next comes Millennium Anthem, the .hsm version from Hypnospace Outlaw. Then I have the Lava Forge from Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. <laughs> Uh, next is the staff roll from Super Mario 64. Ah. <laughs> These are the tracks that didn't quite make it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gravity Beetle from Mega Man X3. Ooh, very nice. Okay, next is Summer Tropicala from Stardew Valley. Then I have Mr. Patch from Banjo-Tooie. Then I have, you might be surprised, Bizarre Funk from the Henry Stickman Ooh. Collection. Really that one enjoyed was that really one. good. Yes, it was. I have Crowned from Kirby's Return to Dreamland, I which I am now regretting that I didn't play. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of regretting I didn't play some of this, too. Um, next, I have Mount Slide from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Then I have Versus Squashini from Kirby's Epic Yarn. <laughs> I have Grim from Hollow Knight, the Grim Troop. Uh, then I have Battle Against a True Hero from Undertale. And I have Heartache from Undertale. Then I have from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2, Battle Elite 4 from the Pokemon episode. My last honorable mention is... Tucson from Earthbound. Just barely didn't make the cut. Same here for Freezington from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh man, all fantastic, 
fantastic tracks. Okay, um, and you know what? Uh, we will make a list of those as well, and I might even make a special playlist on the episode of the runner-up themes. So don't delete your list, because I'm going to need it after tonight, because I was not writing those down. <laughs> um, you can go back and check the recording. <laughs> okay. I know you like nine. Hey, yeah, we recorded it. Yay, that's Yay. okay then. <laughs> Yay. Then it's okay. All right. Thank goodness we're recording this. I yeah, mean, I know, right? I, I didn't forget to record, did I? Okay. We, uh, no, I did not forget to record. <laughs> we, um, I don't know why we're recording this, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, because I thought it'd be cool for our listeners to know what uh, what our runner-ups <laughs> were. I mean, I, I, I don't know why we'd be recording the podcast that we're recording. Oh, that was sarcasm. Yes. That was nicely that was done, sarcasm. sir. That totally went over my head, because you're actually starting to get taller than me now. <laughs> okay, then. What is your final track of the night? All right. I have... From Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Red and Blue Rescue Team, this is Sky Tower.
And that was Sky Tower from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team. I should not be surprised. <laughs> you talked about how much you love this song. Yep. And the Mystery Dungeon series has become a real favorite of yours this year, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. What is it about Mystery Dungeon music? Because it doesn't sound like regular Pokemon music. I don't know. I think for me it's that sort of combination of synthy sounds with more like organic maybe sounds. Yeah. Um, uh, it's got like that that like sound when you run into a wall as an instrument. <laughs> yep. It's it's got a sort of bouncy playfulness to it, but there's also an element of uh, of darkness, which I think sort of. It, from what I know of the series, it makes sense because it can get a little bit. The gameplay can get a little bit more in depth, I guess. Um, it's just a very different style of game. It's more like a dungeon crawler, right? Is what we determined. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this was really really good. And when did we play this one? Because this was not our Pokemon episode. Uh, I think it was the play-in for the uh, the spin-offs one. Oh right, yeah. So this is the first track that we played on season two so and fitting it's your last track of season two as well <laughs> if you don't count um bonus episode we're about to announce but before we get to that we're gonna go ahead and play my last track of the episode of the season and of the calendar year but the podcast season does not end yet uh, because we are going to be coming back with our next episode in the first on the first Tuesday of 2020. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself because we're actually not going to close out with our last track this time. We're going to um, start something a little bit new. We'll play the last track, and then we'll come back and say kind of our outro stuff, and then we'll just finish up with the theme song by Skeletroy, and then we'll get into the blooper reel, and then that will be the episode. But I'm going to stop explaining things, and I'm just going to play my last track. And then when we come back, I'm going to say why. Because it's a real banger, and I just want to listen to it now. From Learn With Pokemon, Typing Adventure, this is Great Paradise.
Great Paradise from Wordle with Pokemon Typing Adventure. <laughs> why is this track so good? I don't know. <laughs> like, why would you put something this good in a Pokemon typing game for the DS that didn't even release worldwide? Ah. <laughs> uh. Shout out, just really quickly, to Jason Ariola from Rock Out With Your Card Out, who played the battle theme from this game on his episode with Alex Messenger. Um, what did we just listen to? <laughs> Very cool episode. You should go check it out. Uh, but if it hadn't been for that, I would not have checked out this game as in-depth when I was preparing for our Pokemon episode, episode 2-7. And I'm so glad I did, because this... This has become one of my bangers of the year. It's just so fast-paced and fun and bouncy. And the instrumentation, again, really great. This sounds better than almost anything I can think of on the DS. It's just really, really good. It's really clean. Um, all the instruments just shine and stand out. Ah, What was it that you and Daryl said that this track sounded like on that episode? Mm. It was some kind of like like other type of game that you pictured. Um, uh, I want to say Kirby something. Rumble? Pokemon Rumble, maybe? No, not like it sounded like another game, but like you thought of a game that hasn't actually been made that this music would be perfect for. Uh -huh. Um, a Kirby, Kirby Kart Racer. Some kind of like Kirby uh, Kart yeah. Racer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go back to the episode, listen to it, even though it's our longest one of the year. <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to it. Um, but man, this is... This is good stuff. Shukapow, this has been really, really fun. Yes, it has. It's been cool to hear what you like picked, because I honestly, except for Sparkling Scorpio, I had no idea what was coming on a lot of this. I probably could have made some guesses. I'm also a little bit surprised, but again, looking back at our picks this year, not really super surprised that neither of us picked the same stuff. I mean, also, you have to think about how many tracks we've played this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, because with very little repetition, we've played at least 14 tracks per episode, sometimes more, especially with the listener pick episodes. And we've had uh, like 25, like maybe 30 with the bonus episode and two-parters this year. Lots of stuff. We played a lot of songs. Uh, but a track that I expected you to play that you did not play tonight is Frog's Theme. Oh, I didn't play that one, did I? It wasn't even on your runner-up list. You must have cut it pretty early. Uh, is there a track that you know we played this year that you were surprised you didn't hear from me? Hmm, not really. Not that <laughs> I can think of. When I was looking through some of the episode lists a little bit earlier, I did see the Zelda 2 Temple theme, and I wondered, I wondered about that. That was on my list at one point, but it didn't quite make the cut. Um, I think it's mostly nostalgic for me, whereas everything I, I played tonight, I would say that this is some of the best stuff we've played all year. I would say the same about your tracks as well. Everything was just... Everything was what, Shukapow? Very, very good music. <laughs> uh, well, thanks everybody once again for joining us this year in our inaugural year of the show. We're going to be opening up 2021 with the return of a very special guest. Return of the King. <laughs> Who I think, I don't know, we didn't plan it this way, but I think he may be joining us on maybe every episode 11 of each season. <laughs> Prof. Jeff is coming back, and we're going to be talking about platformers, but maybe not the ones that you would think of at first. 
It's going to be a really fun episode and can't wait for you to hear it. So we've actually already recorded it just uh, earlier this week uh, so that um, we can take advantage of Prof. Jeff being down for the holidays. And it was a lot of fun. It may actually have a PG-13 rating slapped on it for the first time because <laughs> it went a couple of places. But it was, oh, it was a blast and a great way to open up what will hopefully be a better year for all of us. Uh, you will hear that on the, I believe it's going to be the second Tuesday of 2021, which looks like it is going to be January 12th. But before then, in just a few days, I am tentatively eyeing New Year's Day for this, but if not, it'll be sometime the following week. We're going to be posting a very special bonus episode where we interviewed our wonderful uh, cover artist, Naomi Rubin, uh, and talked about her process for coming up with the VGM VGM uh, cover art. We've also recorded that episode. It was a lot of fun. Not a whole lot of music on the episode, but we did each bring a track or two, and it's all very good, as you should have come to expect by now. As always, let us know what you thought, all the ways to contact us, uh, YouTube, Gmail, everything. It's in the show notes. And, yeah, I can't really think of anything else to say. Shukapow. What would you like to say to our listeners um, on this last mm. episode of 2020? How do you feel about the fact that all these people have taken time out of their lives to listen to you? Uh, how does it make you feel? Just, I don't know. Do you not really think about it very often? Have I now made you nervous because now you're actually picturing all these people <laughs> listening to uh, what we no, say? No, actually, I just don't. <laughs> I don't really think about it. <laughs> You don't have words for your emotions, huh? I'm not really good at looking at the big picture. Well, you know what? Maybe the more orchestral pieces you compose, the better you'll get at looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that you appreciate our listeners. I know that you like hearing what they have to say. It's reading what they have to say. You always get a kick out of it when I show you comments that they made. And yeah, yeah. Everyone knows you're a teenager, um, <laughs> and they love you to death. So, well, thank you for joining me this year. Uh, thank you for all those months ago agreeing to uh, be my co-host. This show would not even be anything approaching the same without you. And so I, for one, am glad to have you with me. I'm glad you're with me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> well then I guess we have three New Year's resolutions for you. Play very good games, be very good people, and keep listening to very good music. Happy New Year, and we'll see you on the other side. much for everything. Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2020 message. We're going to start things off. We'll see you in 2020.
was... No. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's our first blooper reel thing. Uh, a, we'll see you next year message. But we talked some about that on the episode itself. I love this song as well. We have a tradition. Uh, okay. Hold on. Of breaking traditions. Did, did I get it? I think I did. Okay. Oh, sorry. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was supposed to talk there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That was... You will know our names from Final Fantasy... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what you get for playing while we're recording. <laughs> that was You Will Know Our Names from Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, Not Final Fantasy IV. No. But that lead... That... Noises. I have been power slammed by Jumbo Saruta. <laughs> power bombed. Power slammed. It's been way too long since I watched wrestling. Anyway, um, go sting. Sting forever. All right. <clears throat> From Zenhina... It's as hard to say as it was the first time. The Nest Track... The Nest. Haha. <laughs> the Nest Track. Okay. <laughs> the next track was picked... I love this theme. It's what got me... Uh, no. Well, who? Uh, I don't know. Uh... We have Persona. Received. There you go. There's your glasses back. That didn't, that didn't work. <laughs> Maybe when you're 16. It's got that, like, that, 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 that whoosh thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whoosh thing. <laughs> oh. I love this song. <laughs> oh man, man, so good. 